We're jingling your bells all holiday long. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, FM 98.1 and 97.7. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Oh, it's a good day singing the song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything go wrong? A good day from morning till night. Well, good morning, you goobers. It's time to get this show up and running. Welcome to the big gig. The Watchdog Morning Show is underway on the Watchdog Radio Network at 710, 10 minutes after the hour. It is a cool morning around town. 29 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 28 at the Highlands. 25 in my backyard in Elm Grove. And 29 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. It's going to be sunny today. Daytime high around 45, up to around 40 or so tomorrow. Uh, in the 40s most of the rest of the week. And as we mentioned yesterday... Uh, actually, it looks like they've dropped the temp a bit. Uh, 40s for the weekend. Before, they said the 50s for the weekend. I tell you, I'm going to ask Adam about this later on, Bob. But um, but um, remember when Adam said that his uh, lovely uh, fiancé had uh, food poisoning? Remember he said that? I do. Well, he has it now. Wow. Yeah. So they, they ate something together. I, I thought maybe he was just lucky he didn't have the same uh, entree that she had. Well, I, I'm a, he caught a food poisoning yesterday, so I'm assuming... But he told me last night he has the same thing that Abby has. So. What do you have? I mean, you jumped out of the gate uh, just rocking and rolling. Hey, uh, I never heard you refer me, to right, the listeners as goobers before. Listen to me. I'm going to claim a point of privilege here. All right? It's my show. And I don't claim that very often. I am claiming a point of privilege here because... I am flying high. I see that. You've been drinking this morning, no, Well, yeah, I got Pepsi, and I could drink two or three of them because I am so excited. I watched the Barry Manilow special last night on NBC. Wow. He was tremendous. Let the laughter begin. I understand. I know. Oh, Barry Manilow. I'm going to tell you. He Now, listen to this. He is 80 years old. He is 10 years older than I am. He, now, it looks like he had a little bit of work done, all right? His eyes were kind of, you could tell he had some work done in his eyes. I think he probably has uh, implants in his teeth. You, know, sort of, you can kind of tell that. But I'm going to tell you, if you, not only if you, they did on stage, uh, one of the uh, songs that they played, Barry Manilow from the 70s, a video clip doing Mandy. And then halfway through, Barry Manilow came out live and transitioned into doing it live. You could not tell the difference. This guy's voice is just, it's its not a tremolo different from what it was when he was in his heyday. And what tremendous timing. I didn't have any idea that he was on uh, last night, but we did Barry Manilow Christmas yesterday. So you, 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 you had so had, much you, Barry you Manilow. You must have had some psychic thoughts or something because... I am so glad that you did that, which then gave me a chance to hear that uh, to learn that last night was the Barry Manilow Christmas special. It's actually a part of he's he's, he's doing a residency at one of the Las Vegas hotels. Uh, does a regular show there, and this was his regular show focused on Christmas. And the other, I swear to goodness, young young girls in the audience 
were swooning like I saw back in the days of the Beatles. Wow, that that, that is something. Because did he do all Christmas, or did he throw no, he, some no, of his? And, and it, that was he it. didn't sing Andy. I mean, uh, Mandy. That's my Barry. Man- well, I better be careful about saying that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Especially out there for Howard Monroe. Yeah, no, he what uh, in terms of the the way he put that concert together, it was great. Lots and lots of Christmas music, but mixed in with significant amounts of the old Barry Manilow favorites. I'm telling you, I am still flying high this morning. And I can tell, and good for you, Howard, and I'll just show you how shallow I am. Uh, I never turn Barry Manilow off the the radio when I hear him. I, I enjoy him. But I'm pretty sure if I ever went to his concert, I'd be wearing a disguise, Howard. I wouldn't oh, want anybody on. to know I was there. I'm telling you, the, the place was packed. I mean, just packed. I'm telling you, I've only, the last time we were at Las Vegas, Nancy and I, several years ago, we were just passing through. Um, we wandered around a little bit. I hated it. Like, I don't want to be here. That is just, that's a great. It's enough to make me want to go back to Vegas just to see the show. <laughs> well, there's your, there's the trip that you've that, been hey, that you've been t- kicking listen, back that, and forth. Howard. That's not a joke. I got to talk to. Got to find Price out when and, Barry Manilow is going to be there. Well, he, he's in residency there, so, so he, you might even bump into him. So he's there all the time. This was his six hundred thirty seventh show in residency there at uh, Las Vegas. And, and listen, I'm and being. By the way, appreciate this. That was I, I know that because. The, before this, the longest-running performer in that hotel was Elvis. Elvis. At 636. And, and I'm serious. Uh, you got to give the guy his due because I can remember Barry Manilow, what he first came out the early 70s, middle 70s, probably closer to the early 70s. Early 70s, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he came on like gangbusters, and then he's still doing it here in uh, 2023. So is he going to do his New Year's Eve goodbye? Oh, that, that, that's coming man. up, Howard. Oh, that's you, next week or no, a couple weeks from now. Me a heart, oh my! If, oh, if, oh man! If only Barry would do another New Year's Rock and Eve. That's that. See, Guy Lombardo was of a different generation when Barry Manilow came. Yeah, he's been on. dead like forty years, Howard. Well, I know. And then Barry Manilow came on and did it. You know, they they did. The, they called New Year's Rock and Eve. Yeah, they still do it, but now do they still prop up Dick Clark, or do they they, they let him rest now? <laughs> so it's kind of embarrassing. There in the end, is the ball would drop and he would go, "No, <laughs> that's uncruel as cool of me." But uh, um, I'm going to tell you that prior to Barry Manilow's performance that I saw last night, I thought the um, the the old time crooner who who held up, whose voice held up as well as I can have heard any voice hold up into their 80s, was Tony Bennett. I mean, Tony Bennett had Tony Bennett was still doing San Francisco. Hitting those notes. Yeah, hitting those notes. But I'm going to tell you, Barry Manilow outpaced him. I, I'm just I, – I know people think I'm being funny. I know people think that – They I'm ought to see you, Howard. You're not kidding. I'm telling you, Nancy and I commented on several times, he sounded exactly like he did in the 70s. I mean, his voice – you expect, I mean, I expected it to be, listen, we have all these old time shows at the Capitol and stuff, right? You expect people to have sort of a, you know, just a little break in their voice, a little tremolo or something. I'm telling you, and the best example, that he, it was Mandy, was the song, and they played video of him doing Mandy, and then he walked quietly out on stage and stood by the piano, and he just, right in the middle, took over and began singing live. You couldn't tell the difference. Can still make those young girls cry. He can make those young girls cry. So, man, it was a tremendous show last night. You need more Barry Manilow in your life, Howard. I do. I'm going to tell you right now. And I did get 
um, our friends, the, my friends, the Sykes. Remember the Sykes? They came in here one time to drop off some stuff. Yeah, they, sure. Yeah, they, uh, Bill sent me an email uh, yesterday um, about a couple of albums that he said um, weren't released in wide release, and he wondered if I had them. A couple of vibes. So I got to try and track these down now. So just my luck, Howard. You know, I, I can't get the Powerball vibes. I can't even get the damn NFL uh, point spread vibes. But I, <laughs> I, I got the Barry Manilow vibes yesterday. I, man, I'm telling you, Barry Manilow, just wow, just wow. And I'm going to assume. Uh, because they all are. I'm going to assume it is now available on Peacock, streaming on Peacock, so I can watch it whenever. You're going to watch it again tonight. I aren't am. You? I am going to watch it again tonight. Yes, sir. You're 100 percent correct, and it's going to be a Christmas thing this this Christmas season. You know, maybe on Christmas Eve before I go to church, a little Barry Manilow action there. I'm telling you, I was so it, he was just as good as you can get. Danced like crazy. I mean, skinny as all get out. Uh, danced around the stage, um, just just great. If any of y'all saw the Barry Manilow special, and I'm guessing probably a lot of you did not, uh, maybe, uh, would you agree with me? I mean, if purely from a musical point of view, and I, I actually I went online to see if I was overreacting to this, and several music experts in several different online reviews said it It was hard to believe he was able to perform the way he did. The energy he had for the whole time, the way he sang, and again, perfect show. Uh, you know, one of the problems with a lot of these old-timers, I'm 80 years old, he is an old-timer. One of the problems with all of these old-timers when they do, do shows like this is is finding that right mix between their old stuff and new stuff. He did it, he had it just just... Perfect. And you said he looked good, a little work done. He left the nose alone, Howard. Yeah, I mean, yeah, left the left the nose alone. I, his eyes clearly been worked on. They were. It's not Botox. What do you put into your eyes? You know, to kind of give him. But uh, you could tell. Look at his eyes, and you could see they had they had been worked on a little bit. And I pull your I pull your chain all the time because you're a big Barbara Streisand fan, and, and her and Barry both have a you know a sizable nose. Yes. And I heard her say before, look, I could have had my nose done. Yes, but I was had. afraid to lose my voice, and maybe that's the same way with your boy Barry. You're, you know, I've never heard Barry say it, but you're right. Barbara Streisand said on many occasions, uh, early in her career, people would t- would when she was still doing the Johnny Carson show. You got to do some of that snails, Barbara. Well, and they were, you know, you got to kind of clean yourself up a little bit, you know. Um, and she always said, "No, this is me, and I'm I'm not going to mess with it." And in terms of success, it worked for her. But anyway, I won't rant anymore. Well, maybe later on I will again. I don't know. But I'm going to tell you, a great show last night. NBC was uh, the Barry Manilow, A Very Berry Christmas. You might have missed it if it wasn't been for our listener letting, letting you know, Howard. It's not a, there's no question about it. I, look, I don't watch network television. You know, when Nancy makes me watch Jeopardy. I love Jeopardy, honey. Honey, I love to watch Jeopardy with you every night. I want to watch Jeopardy with you. Uh, so, But when that is over at 7.30 in the evening, if we're still watching TV, it's over to streaming channels. You know, it's NCIS or, or Perry Mason uh, or, or something else. Uh, I, would, I'm just, I would never have found it because I don't, I don't scan those dials that way. So thanks to the listeners for calling to my attention because it was one of the best 
things I've seen in a long time. And now I don't I don't think he's on tour. You know what? I could I gotta look that up though. I think he is only one more time, Howard. You can see him live. Oh, I've seen him live, but you know I saw him at Starlake. Um I gotta look it up now. Is he if he's on tour? I gotta find out. You and uh, other seventy-year-olds, eighty-year-olds will be checking out Barry. Man- and the young girls were down front. Are you sure about that? Howard? they were props. They, no, they were. And I'm telling you, they were having the best times of their life. You could tell these girls were just were just enjoying themselves immensely. I have one one criticism. My very favorite Barry Manilow song of all time is not one of the top tiers, the Mandy's or the even. Weekend in New England. It is my very favorite. And he did not do that. Um, and I, I was aware he did not do that. I kept going, come on, where is it? You know, uh, he, did a, he did a great version of The only Barry Manilow song I don't like is Copacabana. I don't like that. But he did a great version of it. And he danced the whole thing, you know, did, you know, flamenco style, whatever that was. Wow. All right, folks, can you tell Barry Manilow made my night last night? It was just a great, great evening. If you uh, are even a little bit of a Barry Manilow fan, check it out online, uh, streaming on Peacock, uh, the very Barry Christmas. And the Christmas music is good. He had, uh, he had a couple of children's choir come in and sing with him and, and some groups that danced with him and stuff. I mean, it was a, it was a major production besides just Barry singing. Good stuff, man. All right, that was my point of privilege. I don't usually, I, I don't, I try not to just get so far into things that just turn me on personally that way. But man, a lot was that good. And again, thanks to the listener who called and or, or texted. Was they texted? I guess and told me about the show. Thanks to my friend, friends uh, Bill and Carol Sykes for sending me some information about some new Manilow stuff. I'm excited, and I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good this morning. 722, 22 after the hour. It's the Watchdog Morning Show. We're roaming a little under 30 degrees everywhere. Uh, no frost on the window. I didn't notice this morning, Bob, but I did have frost on the car. Did you notice that? Yeah, it was it was very cold. So it's it is a cold morning. Be aware of that. Gonna be sunny. High today around 45 degrees. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Tuesday edition of the show, Dave Bryan from Steeler Depot will be here to see if the Steelers can bounce back after the disappointment against the Patriots. Rodney Justo of Atlanta Rhythm Section joins the program at 4.30 and Anthony Lewis on the Mountaineers and more at 5. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out in our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Toyota-thon is on, making right now the perfect time to get a great deal on your next car, truck, or SUV, like a sporty 24 Camry or affordable and stylish Corolla, both with available all-wheel drive. Or test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Tundra with enough cargo space for anything the winter has in store. Find out more at buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. But hurry, Toyota-thon ends January 2nd. Toyota, let's go places. Conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Oh, holy night, 
The stars are brightly shining It is the night of the dear Savior's birth No more Barry? No, we're done with Barry for a while. Long lay the world oh, This is okay. <laughs> <laughs> If there's no Barry, uh, I guess uh, I guess this is okay. 724, 24 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Finally beginning to get, I shouldn't say finally, uh, beginning to get Christmas cards. I uh, got a couple of them at home. I mentioned the, the, our friends, the, my friends, the Sykes, Bill and Carol, uh, sent Christmas card. And um, Nancy told me that because she's been opening the cards. Um, my financial advisor is always quick on the button to make sure that we get a card. And uh, first card of the season for me arrives here at the radio station. In the spirit of the season, we wish you a blessed Merry Christmas from our friends at WVU Medicine, Wheeling Hospital, and Reynolds Hospital. So thank you for – and Doug Harrison. It's, we get to just get the general hospital people and, and Doug Harrison. Doug gets on there too. So first Christmas card of the season here uh, for me. Uh, have you gotten any here yet? We'll yeah, I probably some. won't get ah, we'll get you'll get some people there are some people that'll send them in so uh first the first uh, Christmas card of the season still do not have Christmas tree up Teddy's getting concerned Teddy's getting concerned granddad when will the Christmas tree come up I'm hoping maybe today I will not just turn it completely over to Nancy this is one that I will help her with the two of us have to work on it together but uh hopefully we'll get that done um, today Frio Stack Auction Service text line. You can use it at 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600. Uh, Howard, you know like Jeopardy because Nancy kicks your butt. We do have fun. Uh, actually, I'm pretty good at Jeopardy. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm pretty good at it. Not perfect. I wouldn't want to go on TV and do it. You know, it's different answering questions in your living room than it would be on the TV set. But I'm pretty good at it. I quit watching it, too. I just can't do it. You know why? Why? Alex Trebek's not there. It, it is. A, I mean, there, there's certainly a, a difference in, in the the tone of the show. Ken Jennings does a pretty good job. Um, I've always been a fan of, um, help me with her name, Maya Bialik, the other uh, host when they alternate. Uh, but Ken Jennings is so much better, uh, and he is somewhat reminiscent of Alex Trebek, and he has such respect for Alex Trebek that you can feel it coming through. Um, and I don't know how you jazz it up, but, man, I don't know. It's just uh, the thing that has jazzed it up, a ton of money now. It used to be you'd win, what, 3000 5000 on a yeah, good night? Yeah, now they're 27000 a night. And they're not afraid to double up, so. Yeah, well, the other thing I have been noticing lately, they are the, the daily doubles. Man, everybody's just, just going for broke. And, you know, for smart people, Howard, some of them are so stupid, especially on the Daily Double. <laughs> yes. You know, they, they, they do an amount with, or, that's not going to give you the lead. And I understand you could lose, too, but sometimes they just make horrible, horrible decisions. It's like playing Scrabble with really, really brilliant people. They don't know how to play. There's no str- They have no strategy other than their wits. You can't set me up for the triple uh, word I, score. I, I got an X here. You, you can't set me up with that S on the end of that. Come on. Yeah. Um, what I don't like, guess, man, this is about the most most mundane opening half hour we've had in a long time. And I don't care. I said I'm claiming a point of privilege. Sometimes I just do stuff because it makes me feel good. Um, the thing I don't like about Jeopardy right now is I care about the, the game, the questions, the answers. I don't honest. I, I don't care about the people who are playing, 
And they take all this time. Let's go talk to Bob Slider. Bob, I understand you had a story to tell us when when you were 12 years old. It's like, what the hell do I care? Get two more questions in instead. And when that really irritates you is when they don't get all the questions in, especially if that's a category that you think, man, I'll do well. And they don't get it in because they spent five minutes talking to that lady from Minnesota. And I don't understand the game. They're playing. I don't even know what it is. The championship game has been going on for like the last six weeks, and it's the quarterfinals and the semifinals, and I don't even know how it works, and everybody advances. I don't give a fliggity flung long about it. You know, just play the game. Put up some questions. Honestly, I guess I, I guess I enjoy the competition a little bit. I mean, see who's going to be stupider than the other ones. You know, who's going to make the dumb bet, what have you. Honestly, just, just if, if Ken Jennings would just go under radio stars – 64 answer just throw it up and I just get to play it by myself you know I don't I don't care about the contestants my wife gets so mad at me when I say that well that's all those people are there and that's going to be their luck first place right now with this championship thing they've all won money before I wonder what the percentage Howard is how many questions are asked that have never been uh, uh, asked before I would say, unless it's current events, something that just happened recently, yeah, they've a- they've asked those they questions. Had or they had to have. How many years? I, I don't have an answer to this. Well, you remember what was his name? Fleming, the guy. Art in the, Fleming. Art, Art Fleming, Fleming. Way back. The show, that's yeah, right. In the yeah. afternoons. Yeah. When they used to give like like twenty five dollars was a big prize. <laughs> Double up to fifty. Woohoo! <laughs> um, but yeah, that's I've often wondered about that, and I think, for example, during the writer strike, I think it's the writer strike is over now, right? Uh, the, the the Hollywood writer strike during the writer strike what well, all they used were old questions it's funny to think about that but writers have to write the questions for Jeopardy and they couldn't or in their case the answer or yeah so they couldn't write them so they were just using the old stuff they, you know, that's, well let's see what we did in 1972 so you put those questions up there anyway um, we watch it every night I make fun. I say, "Oh, Nancy makes me watch it." I actually enjoy Jeopardy. I I enjoy I enjoy watching it. Sometimes we get stuck watching Wheel of Fortune. That I can't stand. The game again is fine, but Pat Sajak, Lord Almighty, you want to talk about somebody that does not age well? Barry Manilow aged so well last night. Barry Manilow was almost the, exactly the way he was sixty years ago. Pat Sajak is old and senile and can barely stand. Do yourself a favor. When you come back from the Greenbrier, get with Mr. Bryson and work out a vacation for you and Nancy to go to Las Vegas and see Barry Manilow one more time. Howard. One more time. I would love to see that. No, it was, I shouldn't speak for Nancy. Would she Would she be into that? Well, I think she's a, yeah, well, yeah, she liked, she liked Manilow. Yeah, I think she would go with that. Again, we, the last time we were there, we hated Vegas. We just, it was just. Remember, Ken Heckler, you can't take it with you. Yeah. Go to Vegas, Howard. <laughs> All right, go to Vegas. 732, 28 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Now, actually, besides these uh, ridiculous personal stuff that I have, we have a lot of serious things to get into today. Um, on the national scene, Trump prosecutor Jack Smith, smart move, Bob, but a really dangerous move. He has gone straight to the U.S. Supreme Court. He is asking the Supreme Court to rule on whether or not Donald Trump has immunity from prosecution. Now, if it rules in Smith's favor, then all of the delays that Trump's trying to throw out there go away. Because now 
the Supreme Court has already said, no, you can be prosecuted. But, but, but it's, it, it is a really roll of the dice. That Supreme Court could easily say, I'm sorry, Donald Trump uh, was operating under the auspices of his office of the presidency and cannot be prosecuted, in which case all this stuff goes by the wayside. Refresh my memory here, Howard. How many of those Supreme Court justices were appointed by Trump? Four? Three of them, three at least, but it is an overwhelming conservative court. And at the time, I remember the Democrats wanting to slow the pace down because you could feel it coming there, the lopsided of the court. Is, right. is that where we're at now, Howard? Uh, it, there's no question. It, it is a conservative court, and the rulings that have come down, I guess most notably Roe v. Wade, the, the abortion case, um, all of the folks that Trump had put on the court, all of whom said in their hearings, you know, we believe that Roe versus Wade is settled law and we will never overturn it get in, in into the, the big black robe, we'll overturn it. Um, so this is this is Trump's court. Yeah, and that's what's got me concerned. I can't see those appointees going against him unless they just they just can't. Well, they have occasionally. I mean they they most of them are they have a strong political bias and and they have some allegiance to Trump. But I also think that Deep down inside, they do want to do the right thing. So, but but I'm telling you what, you talk about one gutsy move. I mean, a gutsy move. If this goes again, if, if, if this, and the Supreme Court said last night they will consider the request. Now, they were very careful to say this does not mean we will hear the case, but we will consider his request that we hear the case. If they hear the case... They could rule that Donald Trump has immunity from prosecution because he was acting as president, at which point all the cases go away. So uh, you talk about a roll of the dice. It's a major roll of the dice. Now, I had to laugh because Donald Trump on his Truth Social uh, website last night uh, deranged Jack Smith doing stupid things going to the Supreme Court. I'm thinking, you idiot. Do you not understand that if he loses this, you're home free? Do you not get that? I guess he doesn't. I don't know. Or maybe he realizes he's not going to get home free. That now it's going to be a, it's going to be sitting there waiting for him. Anyway, we're going to talk about that with Tom Scateri coming up a little bit later on this morning. Uh, Vice Mayor Chad Thalman coming in. You know, the city is now really gearing up to do a lot of things to help the downtown businesses, everything from financial incentives to parking and so on. We'll talk to Chad about some of the things that are being done there. Uh, a judge wants more time to decide whether Governor Justice's companies need to pay up on $300 million of defaulted loans. And we'll talk about that in a minute or two. And our suggestions for local Christmas gifts will continue uh, as uh, Dom Cerrone from Good Mansion Wines drops by. Oh, and West Virginia, we are top dog, el numero uno in the country for being the most festive state in America. All of this coming up here on the Watchdog Morning Show. 736, 24 to the hour. Back a little with a look at your 7 News headlines for this Tuesday, December 12th. The Steubenville Police Department is asking for the public's help in finding a missing juvenile. Austin Blake Howell is 15 years old, 5 foot 5 and weighs 160 pounds. He has hazel eyes and long black hair. Austin was last seen leaving the school on December 6 and did not return home. He has been reported to be in the downtown and Pleasant Heights areas of Steubenville. Police say Howell also was possibly seen in Toronto over the weekend of December 8th through the 10th. 
Meanwhile, the Belmont County woman facing 11 felony counts of animal cruelty is asking to be let out of jail. Paula Metzler's case may involve the highest number of felony cruelty counts in Ohio history. In a recent hearing, Metzler's attorney said she has health issues that aren't being addressed in jail. But the prosecution says she has a long criminal history of animal abuse and her bond should not be changed. Judge Chris Burhalter ruled that Metzler's bond will stay at $50,000. 11 dead animals that were identifiable were found at her home, plus countless others in piles of bones and fur. The 15 found emaciated but alive are now recovering. Metzler's next hearing is set for January the 2nd. And a process undertaken a year ago by two Ohio dioceses that came to a pause is now back in preliminary discussions. Bishop Paul Bradley with the Steubenville Diocese and Bishop Earl Fernandez with the Columbus Diocese and their staffs have started conversations about a potential merger of the two dioceses. Yesterday, Seven News spoke with Bishop Bradley, who says he and Bishop Fernandez have been instructed to conduct in-depth studies of their diocese with a focus on how temporal aspects of life could be affected by merging the two. In more news, the City of Weirton and the Festival Committee gave out the items that were collected from their recent food and toy drive to the Salvation Army on Monday. All items were displayed in the Weirton Room of the Millsop Community Center. The collection aimed at helping those in need during this holiday season. The city would like to thank all the people and locations that participated in making this collection a very huge success. That was a look at your 7 News headlines. I'm Rebecca Little. Have a terrific Tuesday, everybody. Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind knowing that your business is protected and prepared. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands with a full array of quick service choices from McDonald's, Wendy's, Five Guys, Taco Bell, Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's, Chick-fil-A, or DiCarlo's Pizza. Or you can dine in at Eden Park, Promanti Brothers, Texas Roadhouse, El Paso, or Quaker Steak and Lube. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. Santa Duck is in town at your nearest Lucky Duck discounters. Smart Christmas shoppers start early at Lucky Duck, where the price goes down as the week rolls on with thousands of bin items. Plus shelf items like refrigerators, patio furniture, baby supplies, and more priced at 40% below retail. No other bin store in our area offers these great buys. Start your Christmas shopping now because it's all first come, first served, and items on the shelf change every week. Visit Lucky Duck discounters, Wheeling, Glendale, New Martinsville, Steubenville, and Morgantown. Lucky Duck, more than just a bin store, it's your Christmas shopping headquarters. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Tuesday edition of the show, Dave Bryan from Steeler Depot will be here to see if the Steelers can bounce back after the disappointment against the Patriots. Rodney Justo of Atlanta Rhythm Section joins the program at 4.30 and Anthony Lewis on the Mountaineers and more at 5. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out in our question of the day.
Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. I wish you a Merry Christmas, I wish you a Merry Christmas, I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. A little bit of their bingle this morning. Yeah, I think I'm going to use a, a phrase from uh, Patrick Morrissey. What would that be? I think everybody's playing for second place. When it comes to Christmas music, I, I don't. Th- I mean, there's some great ones out there, but I don't think anybody does it quite as good as Bing Crosby. Excuse me. Excuse me. Fighting words. Excuse me. Barry Manilow. Okay, Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow. <laughs> well, clearly, and I, it's not an opinion; it is a fact. Well, at least it was up until a couple of years ago. The best known, most played, most listened to Christmas song of all time is White Christmas. And we're going to hear that later. Yeah, I mean, that's that has been... Now, I think... What's the Mariah Carey one that came out a few years ago? We uh, started the season off with that. All I Want for, Christmas, for Christmas is You. I, I think that has now overtaken White Christmas, but uh, for decades, number one most listened to, most played Christmas song, White Christmas, Bing Crosby's version. And you know what I'm so proud of, Howard? No Dominic the donkey yet. Grandma hasn't got run over by anything yet. So we've been staying away from that nonsense. So far, we, I don't think we've had any requests for that. You know, that's the key thing. Uh, we will at least consider all requests. By the way, Michael, <coughs> Michael knows who he is. <coughs> you need to get me the list that you, you he was going to send me a list of, of things for you. He said he was very excited because you have been picking some eclectic music. Things that are not necessarily the norm. Help me, Michael. And uh, and he he's, he wanted to send me a list so I could give it to you, uh, Michael. I have not got that yet. You give it to me in Messenger. That's fine. You can do that or email me Radio Monroe at AOL.com. I will get him to Bob, um, and uh, he will, <clears throat> with perhaps the exception of Dominic the Donkey, he will do his best to play them here on our uh, on our holiday. Uh, bumper music. Well, let's go to Adam Fike for the Big Seven WTRF TV. Hello? Hello? Uh, Adam? Hello? Something going on there? No Adam. No Adam. No Adam. Actually, I knew there was going to be no Adam. Adam Fike, remember yesterday he told us that uh, his lovely fiancée? Yeah, he was a little cocky, wasn't he? Abby. Abby had come down with food poisoning over the weekend. But I'm fine, he said. <clears throat> he said, but I'm good. I didn't get it. I'm perfectly fine. I'm okay. No problem for me. Poor Abby. Last night, he texted me. He goes, oh, here's a problem. I got what she got. <clears throat> so Adam is off today, and he said um, he'd like to think he's going to be back tomorrow, <clears throat> but he's not real sure about that. He's battling. He caught a food poisoning yesterday. I don't know if it's food poisoning or a virus or what it is, and uh, but I certainly wish him well. I hope that he gets better. Um, but in the meantime, no Adam for us today. So I'll tell you, it's going to be a sunny day today, daytime high around 45. It's a cold morning right now out there, though, 29. We're in the Ohio County Airport, 28 at the Highlands, 25 in Elm Grove, 29 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley, and um, – I did not have any frost on the windshield this morning. 
but I did have frost on the car. You could see the, the car was kind of frosted over. So it was a cold night, and it's a cool morning right now. Get up to about 45 before the day is over and done with, uh, down to around 26 tonight. Tomorrow, sunny, high around 38, a little cooler than we had earlier predicted. Uh, uh, down into the 20s again tomorrow night. Sunny on Thursday, begin to get into the 40s. Sunny on Friday, almost 50 on Friday, and then uh, partly sunny over the weekend. Temperatures in the 40s once again, um, so it's going to be kind of a mixture of things. But as I said yesterday, Bob, no rain and uh, no snow of any kind in the forecast. I guess that's that's the good news here. You just read my mind, Howard. You know, we're just a couple weeks away from January, and... Uh in Elm Grove, at least, no snow yet. Yeah, and um, even around, I think we had one snowfall where I got some pictures sent in on the text line of higher elevations head. West Liberty, Mr. McCabe. Well, yes. Um, yeah. well, I don't know why we even bother to tell you. Come to, you know what? In fact, forget this, forget this weather thing. Why do we do that? You just look outside and see if it's cold and wear a jacket. Nah. Uh, anyways, that's the official Ohio Valley forecast from Storm Tracker 7. Uh, Adam is not here this morning. I wish him well. We wish him well. Hope that he gets better. And um, uh, if you're listening, we're sending you good thoughts, Adam. I bet he's not, though. I bet he's like... He's sleeping. He's wrapped up in a blanket somewhere going, Abby, why did you do this to me? 7.46, 14 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Um, coming up today on Statewide Talk Line... Dave Wilson is filling in, all right? And uh, Hoppy is on vacation all this week, just this week. I, I thought he might be off until after Christmas, but no, he's off just this week. His first guest, and I'm telling you this for a reason, his first guest will be Mac Warner. And Mac will be talking about this whole idea of the CIA stole the election from Donald Trump. This is a comment that he made, he being Mac made, during the... Um, gubernatorial debate last week as i said uh, in my analysis both on air and on my website howardmonroe.net mac was in my opinion the closest thing to a chief executive in that debate i thought he was calm cool collected he talked policy matters as opposed to just politics everything was perfect until he got to the cia stole the election and they used hunter biden's laptop to do it Okay. All right. Um, the details of this are detailed in a story Brad did at WVMetroNews.com where Mac explains all of this stuff and what he's talking about and how Mike Morell said that so-and-so said that Hunter's Biden's laptop had and they tried to get it and it, it, it's it, it's just one of those wackadoodle conspiracy stories. I'm telling you all of this because Mac's team asked me yesterday if Mac could come on tomorrow to talk about this. And I told them I'm going to pass for the time being. And I'll tell you why. This is the kind of story, Bob, it's just too hard to get your head around on radio. Read the story that Brad had because now Brad lists, explains exactly what Mac is saying. It's one of these complicated conspiracy story things. I will. T I don't say up front. I think I don't believe it. I think it's just a bunch of hooey. But if you want to understand what Mac is saying, Brad lays it out pretty clearly, and then lays out some of the countering arguments against it. 
But after I thought about it, and by the way, you also told me yesterday I wouldn't do it if I were you. So I decided to pass on having Mac on to talk about this for the time being. I think it's just too complicated to get into on a, on a radio show. I'm going to have to have a debate with Mac on this. I do not believe what he's saying. And it's it's that kind of story that there's so many twists and turns, we end up going down rabbit holes we can't go down. So um, read the article. It, it goes in depth on what Matt Warner is saying about how he believes the, uh, the election was stolen, stolen by the CIA. Brad does a pretty good piece about it at WVMetroNews.com. And uh, Dave will have him on today. I guess Dave Wilson doesn't worry about it being more complicated for radio <laughs> like I do. But he'll have him on today at uh, 10.06 to discuss it. And I'm not saying we will never do that here on this radio show. I am definitely not saying that, but I, I'm just not going to do it right now. And I wanted to make that clear in case anybody wonders why. All right. Ten till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Much clearer will be what Bob Slider has to say on sports, and he'll tell us that coming up next. Season's greetings. This is Bob, and I want to wish everybody a happy, healthy, and blessed Christmas and New Year's. Merry Christmas and happy holidays from the Watchdog. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let yourself be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. From now on, our troubles will be miles away. You know, you you kind of alluded to this earlier, Bob. There is something about Bing Crosby's voice that uh, it just makes you want to put on a Fred McMurray sweater and get out a pipe. I mean, and and sit by the fire. It, his voice just has that sound to it, right? Yeah, make no mistake about it. I'm not a Bing Crosby guy. In, in fact, I, I've told you several times, I, I've read just what a monster he was. Bob Hope didn't even like him. For years, people thought they were best friends. How can you? How can, if Bob Hope, Bob Hope like didn't that. want anything to do with him. But... You know, we listen to a lot of Christmas music here at the Watchdog Radio Network. 
I don't think anybody does it as good as Bing Crosby. And, and he's just got that dis- dis- distinctive voice, yes, but it just immediately recreates. I'm sitting in home, the fireplace is roaring. I don't smoke, but I feel like I want to get out my pipe. You want to fire a pipe up, I don't want you? Fire a pipe up. You I want mean, to go in the garage with me, Howard? Yeah, no, I, no, no, not no, uh, no. Uh, that's um, do you know? But uh, it's embarrassing. When I was in college, I used to have a pipe. Now I really didn't smoke it because I never did smoke, but I always thought it made me look sophisticated, you know. So I would just puff on that pipe. Not the pipe that my colleagues were smoking on. Not <laughs> Pass that, that over here, huh? Not that kind of pipe, no. A Bing Crosby-type pipe. I would actually use it, so geez. Uh, coming up next hour, Bob, I want you to help me with this, because I, I know you heard the interview yesterday that Brad did on uh, this uh, hearing in uh, Virginia of her Governor Justice's money troubles, $300 million. Carter Banks says, I want my money. And... Um, the justice company goes, well, you know, yeah, you're owed it, but we don't want to pay it to you right now. The judge basically said, look, you got an issue here, guys, but he's going to give him time to before he rules. I know you heard some of that, and I thought you might have some comments on that. We'll do that next hour. Right now, though, at 7.53, 7 till the hour, let's check Slider on sports. Thank you, Howard. There were two Monday night football games last night, and there were two huge upsets. Quarterback Will Levis rallied for two touchdowns in less than one minute, leading the Tennessee Titans to come back from a 14-point deficit, earning their first road win of the season and handing the Miami Dolphins their first home loss. It was the Titans 28, the Dolphins 27. Rookie quarterback Levis was 23 out of 38 for 327 yards, one touchdown pass. The other upset of the night, the New York Giants at home knock off the Green Bay Packers 24-22, ending the Packers' three-game winning streak. Randy Bullock's 37-yard field goal as time expired gave the Giants the win. New York quarterback Tommy DeVito led the way. DeVito, another rookie quarterback, was 17 out of 21 for 158 yards, one touchdown pass. He also ran for 71 yards. Saquon Barkley had a big game, 101 yards on 23 carries, two touchdowns. He did have a costly fumble. The Giants also snapped an eight-game losing streak on Monday Night Football. There's still a couple weeks left in the NFL's regular season. If the season ended today, this would be the upcoming draft order. The Chicago Bears would have the first pick for the second straight year. Last year, they traded that pick to the Carolina Panthers. The New England Patriots would draft second, Arizona three, Washington four. The Bears again at five. The Pittsburgh Steelers would have the 22nd selection. Last night, girls high school basketball. You heard it right here on the Watchdog Radio Network. Wheeling Central rolls again over Shadyside 82-27. to And they're, K- they're a high-scoring team. And they put up a lot of points, and they don't give up any points. <clears throat> last week, or last game, they gave up 11 and scored a, no, they gave up 8 gave and up scored eight. 111. Last night, they scored 82, and they give up only 27. Caitlin Blake led all scores with 29 points. Bella Fitzsimmons chipped in with eight tonight it will be wheeling central boys basketball the maroon knights will be on the road and meet trinity christian game time 7 30 we'll get on the air right around 7 20 the voice of the knights jerry ames and ryan storm will call all the action right here for lots more sports talk this afternoon join the pine room podcast from 12 to 3 coach matt jared and jub all those guys right here in the studio 
the Pine Room Boys from noon to three on the Watchdog Radio Network. Slider on Sports Time, 7.56. This Pine Room Boys will be around for our big Christmas party coming up in just a little over a week from now. They're, they're kind of anchoring it, Howard. Uh, their show will be <laughs> rolling from 12 to 3 while everybody's out here partying. Everybody but, what kind of sad to say it, Howard. Everybody but you. You know, I was thinking about this today. i got to see if we can get back early enough. Speed that trip up. You can stop in, Howard. Party starts at 3. Is that what we're doing? And we'll keep it rolling. If you're going to if you're going to well, show up, Howard, we'll... hold on. I've been to these parties before. <laughs> you don't want to get here too late. It always keeps rolling, but at some point, I don't want to roll in while it's rolling. If you understand what it is, I'm trying to say. But um, I was thinking about that today. If if I can get if I can work work it out so I can get back into town just early enough, maybe I can uh, uh, pop in and see everybody. Well, it won't be the same without you, Howard. Yeah, it will be. You and Barry Manila. <laughs> Are we going to play Barry Manilow? If you show up, we will. <laughs> All right. Well, then, if you're going, to, if you do some Manilow, then uh, then maybe uh, maybe I will. Uh, let's see. Frio Stack Auction Service text line three zero four two one four sixteen hundred, having to do with uh, bumper music. Howard, I've been asking for the night Santa went crazy. Have I mentioned that to you before? This person has said that before. Let me write that down. He actually goes crazy? The, the night Santa went crazy. All right, I'll see what I can do. I'm thinking that could be in the Dominic the Donkey category, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Rules are rules, Howard. The last time the Supreme Court ruled on presidential immunity was Richard Nixon. Uh, I'm not sure what the rules are rules means with this. I would agree with the rules are rules, and that's what Jack Smith is trying to do. Go to the Supreme Court and say, guys, I'm wasting my time. If you guys are eventually going to say that Trump cannot be prosecuted, why waste our time? Let's find out now. And then if he can be, then we go back back at it. If he can't be, look out. Yeah, well, if he can't be, I mean, uh, let's see. Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Howard, Joe Biden is going down on this one. It makes Watergate look like kindergarten play. I don't know what he's talking about. Maybe he's talking about his, his son, Howard, maybe. Yeah, well, I, I think Hunter Biden is going to go down. I don't know about Joe Biden, what he's going to be doing. I don't know anything that makes Watergate look like kindergarten play, but okay. Uh, that's your text, and that's what you want to say, and I read it for you here on the radio. Coming up next hour, Tom Scuteri is with us. We'll talk about this business of uh, Jack Smith going directly to the Supreme Court. Donald Trump has decided he is not going to testify on his own behalf at his fraud trial today. He had planned to do that, so we'll talk about that. Um, and there's a lot happening on the international scene where, uh, from the Pentagon, uh, Tom reports for us. So all of that's coming up in the next hour of the show. And then Vice Mayor Chad Thalman <clears throat> is in to talk about the things the city is doing to help the businesses downtown on the streetscape. All of it's coming up. Watchdog Morning Show. And have yourself a merry little Christmas. 1600 WKTX Radio. FM 97.7.